and welcome to UX Shortcast. Every day, I handpick the hottest articles from the last 24 hours to bring you the coolest and most exciting updates. Get ready for a quick yet catchy snapshot of what's new and buzzing in user experience. Ready to get inspired? Let's jump in. Today on January 24th, I have the pleasure of inviting you to another episode of UX Shortcast. In article number one, what designers can learn from the practice of finding joy, Beth J from UX Collective emphasizes the importance of not only addressing user pain points, but also recognizing and nurturing the elements of design that bring users joy. While the agile design process often prioritizes pragmatic attributes, those that enhance functionality and usability, hedonic attributes, which fulfill emotional and psychological needs, are equally vital. These attributes contribute to positive emotions like delight and happiness, which are key to a satisfying user experience and brand loyalty. The article suggests that by incorporating joy into the design process, we can create more memorable experiences and avoid the narrow focus that may limit innovation and the development of truly effective products. In article number two, titled The One Question Surveys from Figma, LinkedIn, and Google, Rosie Hogmaskal explores the increasing prevalence of succinct user research methods employed by major tech companies. Initially, Rosie had difficulty gathering examples for a comprehensive discussion, but over time, she began to notice these one-question surveys more frequently, attributing this to confirmation bias. The article highlights three exemplary instances from Figma, Google, and LinkedIn, emphasizing their effectiveness in user research. Rosie shares her excitement about capturing a one-question survey from Figma, which she had previously missed. While using Figma, she encountered a survey asking for her thoughts on the ease of finding files, which seamlessly integrated into the user interface. This article delves into the six key elements that contribute to the success of such surveys, demonstrating how they can be both unobtrusive and insightful tools for gathering user feedback. In the insightful article number three, titled 10 Ways Designers Can Make 110K Plus Per Month with Framer in 2024, Danny Sapio outlines lucrative strategies for designers to capitalize on Framer's growth. The piece, published in UX Collective, begins by addressing the potential for designers to earn substantial income through Framer, even as a side hustle. One highlighted approach is a fresh take on freelancing, promising potential earnings of over $5,000 per site, plus a monthly service fee. Sapio emphasizes Framer's features like AI, templates, and community assets that streamline the web design process. These tools allow designers to quickly start projects and efficiently tailor them to client needs, balancing creativity with productivity. Moreover, the article touches on the possibility of generating residual income by offering maintenance services post-project completion. This creates a consistent revenue stream, ensuring that designers can build a sustainable freelance business with Framer. In the Ultimate Guide to Google Analytics 4 for UX Designers and Business Owners, Article Number 4, we delve into the transformative capabilities of Google Analytics 4, GA4, for enhancing user experience and website performance. GA4 emerges as a robust tool for analyzing user behavior, with features like enhanced measurement, exploration reports, and advanced segmentation. 
The guide outlines the benefits for UX designers, such as gaining insights into visitor interactions and optimizing design efforts based on data-driven decisions. Setting up GA4 involves creating a property and implementing tracking code, preferably using Google Tag Manager for ease. The article emphasizes the importance of tracking user interactions, analyzing user flow, and identifying user segments to tailor the UX design. It also discusses optimizing design through identifying UX issues, employing A-B testing, and leveraging heat maps and session recordings. In conclusion, GA4 is presented as an indispensable asset for UX designers, offering a suite of analytical tools to refine user experience and drive product growth. In article number five titled, Microsoft Kin, iPhone, and the Perils of Chasing Hipness, Jason Kloss explores the pitfalls of designing technology products that prioritize being trendy over being functional. The Microsoft Kin serves as a cautionary tale of a product that failed because it tried to be cool rather than useful, leading to its swift market exit. Kloss contrasts this with Facebook's initial success due to its practical value, but notes how its pursuit of coolness through acquisitions like Instagram ultimately couldn't sustain its appeal. Google Plus is cited as another example of a product that missed the mark by seeking exclusivity over utility. Apple, however, is presented as a company that has managed to manufacture its own brand of coolness, although signs show that even Apple's cool factor is waning as it shifts towards services over hardware innovation. The article concludes by suggesting that good UX design should not be compromised for the sake of coolness, as evidenced by Microsoft's shift towards reliable digital services post-kin. Thank you for listening, and I invite you to another dose of knowledge tomorrow.